Shout it, swing my way. Shout look good to me. Now would you please swing my way? Shout it, swing my way. Swing it away, shout it. <laughs> Pocket, that was for you, girl. <laughs> Alright, it's uh, Tyler with Romantically Jinxed, and we got another one for you, Lord have mercy. So, this was my senior year. Uh, This was soon after uh, T-Man, and again, I'm reading from the story, and the story says name, so I'm going to try to edit it. But it, you know, I might just end up just saying names. Fuck it. You know, it's just like none of y'all are going to ever fucking know these people. And these are only first names. So, you know, whatever. But here we go. Coming off of the last part, I said, I told myself, Tyler, you have to do better. This was just too much and a huge mistake. Learn from this. But did I listen to myself? Of course not. January of the next year of the next year I tried a new dating app called Sway which now this app doesn't really exist anymore I think they changed it to something else anyway reading I was hanging with a couple of new people from that fall of that year Qualiba and Rachel they were roommates in the same uh complex Kaliba and I had the same psychology class together. I often use the time that he hung. What? I often use that time he hung together. Or no, that he talked about uh, relationships. What the fuck? Okay. Erase that. (laughs) I think I was talking about something else completely there. So sorry about that. Uh, Oh, they were talking about their relationships. Sorry. Mostly there's when T-Man and I dated, I could finally say, me and my boyfriend. Oh, yeah. I was talking about in class how, like, um, you know, uh, in these psychology classes, people give examples and they would often say, my husband, my wife, whatever, uh, my boyfriend, my girlfriend. And, you know, I was always one of those people that could never really relate and so I could finally say, me and my boyfriend, <laughs> word to Simone, be Simone, <laughs> my boyfriend, I was so used to hearing that so many friends and associated and associate, uh, associates and in all the years I had been in college, I could, I would even hear me and my husband, which would... <laughs> Like I said, disclaimer, I don't think this way anymore, you guys. I promise. But, hey, these were learning experiences, so don't judge me. Sorry, you can judge me if you want to, but fuck it. All right, so back to this. Um, my So many friends and associates, and in all the years I had been in college, I would even hear me and my husband. It would enrage me. Jealousy was definitely my main reason for my desperation in a lot of these moments. That January, the snow had uh, had come and everybody called it the snow apocalypse. 
I had, I was hauled up in my apartment for three days. Three days. Just three days. I had started talking to someone new. Jay. And no, this is not the same one as I had talked about in the pre in the previous part of the story. Because there's another Jay. Jay was a smooth-talking New Yorker who moved to Georgia about a year ago from that year. He was my weakness. He was smart. He was kind. However, he had something that I told myself I would never date. He had a child. Again, disclaimer, I don't think this way um, really anymore. He had a child. I'd always told myself I would never date a man with a child because I don't want kids. I don't want... I don't want to play stepmom or get caught up in baby mama drama. However, he just seemed too nice not to at least try. We talked and FaceTimed all the time. Oh, okay. So yeah, so I'm, I'm telling the side story. I was planning on telling the story anyway, but it's already built into the written portion. So here we go. Side story. The night of the 30th, I was fed up with being locked up in the house and I needed toilet paper. Bad. I eased out of my complex. Most of the snow had melted. I drove to the nearest Dollar General to get some toilet paper. As I went to the checkpoint, there was an Hispanic man talking on the phone in Spanish. He waved to me to go in front of him, which I told him thank you, not, not suspecting anything. I paid for my things, and I was about to head out the door when the guy stopped me. Where are you from? Huh? Uh, Here? lie but that would wait lie but why would I tell him where I'm from he followed me outside what's your name I Tammy another lie but that would why would I give him my real name I got in the car and he got in his car I assumed it was over I assumed it was over but it wasn't Apparently, he went across the street to the other parking lot, turned around and waited for me to turn out of the Dollar General parking lot. And as I passed him, as I drove past him and he honks his horn doing uh, doing the universal hand signal for call me the weird feeling I got the day I sorry. The, di- the the same weird feeling I got the day a prisoner fr- uh, did towards me when I was at Darton, uh, they were doing grounds work, was the same feeling that I got then. That part will ex- be explained later on, so just follow me here. I go down my regular street to get back to the apartment thinking it was the end of it, but it wasn't. I go down one street, it follows... Or I go down one street, he follows. I go down another street, he follows. I see my apartment complex and I decide to keep driving. I wasn't going to be stupid enough to let him see where I lived. I draw. I kept driving for the next 20 minutes and I just got fed up. And so I did something that no one should ever do. I parked to the nearest, uh, nearest apartment complex and got out the car and went to him. Went up to him. You're going to stop following me or I'm going to call the police. His response verbatim was, oh, I'm sorry, American lady. I just wanted your phone number. What the fuck? Well, you're scaring me, so stop following me, okay? He pulls, his, he pulls my hand, and I was afraid that he was going to cut me or kill me. However, he just shook my hand saying, I'm sorry. I drove away shaking. 
uh, that very feeling couldn't have been could have been it for me what happened next felt so much more what happened next felt so much more worse which also another part I need to really edit the fuck out of this some of my like a lot of this is like just stopping for a quick second a lot of this was just thrown out there like I just wrote this down as I remembered it and sometimes when I'm typing it just like gets jumbled up so this is just what most writers would be like this is supposed to be first draft work I just threw it out there because I was like I was trying to get it out and get it away from my brain um anyway I called everyone even old exes no one answered the phone I was it was seven something at night and dark no one answered I drove all the way to Walmart and sat in the parking lot and cried when I got there some people including my mother called back my mother was furious screaming at me which didn't help how could you get out of the car he could have had a knife or a gun I know I know I was very well aware of that however I didn't know where the police station was and I was a too and I was too panicked to think straight I was running out of gas and I didn't have anywhere else to go out of everyone I called um I didn't call Jay because I knew he was with his child that day I didn't want to bother him other people called uh called me back but didn't offer much comfort no one no one ever did really back to the main story February approaches and Jay and I start talking more and more we he FaceTimed me during my duties for WOD women of diversity I would be in the parking lot uh he would call he would uh talk he would call and talk talk with me before I went in for two weeks straight he was all I could think about we decided that our first meeting slash date would be valentine's day you know where this is going Ooh, a valentine's day as a first meeting that's romantic relation uh rachel cooed as a first meeting hmm i don't know Kuliba said um as she chimed in i've talked to him for about three weeks now we facetime so i know what he looks like and he knows what i look like what's the problem you know what it is what oh she didn't tell you they planning to spend the weekend together valentine's day valentine's day that year was on a friday and jay's child was with uh his the child's mother that weekend tyler really well why not because you're only meeting him for the first time after all i had been through i didn't care I wanted him. I wanted the affection. I wanted the attention in real tangible life. Well, y'all are cute. Y'all are so cute. Sounds good to me. Just be careful and use the condom. Just be careful and use the condom. Gotcha. As usual, I did what most girls do to prepare for this. I shaved everything. Everywhere. Took a nice long shower. Mentally prepared with positive thinking. That was one this that that this one indeed would not be the last one or like sorry 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 that this one indeed would not be like the last one we set the date to be friday valentine's day and the time he would pick me up would be 2 p.m due to the fact that i had to be on the courtyard for wod until then he said he would be he said we would go to a restaurant and then go to his place 
While I was on such a high, I knew that I would be with him later that day, Valentine's Day. Couldn't get any better. So at the table I was at, the girls started singing old R&B love songs. Sorry about in parking lot. <laughs> anyway, uh, so girls were singing uh, old R&B love songs. I happily joined and brought uh, brought one up my own self. Uh, and if I ever fall in love again, I will be sure that the lady is a friend. So we were just singing and enjoying ourselves. The main reason why we're even doing this table is because the Valentine's Day thing and then also spreading awareness about making sure that you wear them condoms. So we were giving out free condoms. Uh, Okay. So back to the story. We definitely caused a scene, but people were happy that we were bringing good energy. So we would, so they would stop by the table. Um, By the time, by the time that two o'clock rolled around, I was on an emotional high like no other. I was ready to meet Jay's to, I was ready to meet Jay's to finally have a good Valentine's Day. However, if you have read this so far, you know that this is completely not true. That is definitely not how it happened. That is definitely not how it happened. I went back to my car, called Jay, no answer. No problem, I thought, unlike me. Most of the world uh, <laughs> most of the world is not punctual, uh, punctual, especially a guy. So I went back to my apartment. I waited for about 30 minutes before I tried to call again. Another 30 minutes to text him to say, where are you? Everything okay? The last time I had spoken to him was earlier that morning before I got in the shower. Now this is where I began to go crazy. To begin, uh, to keep from going too crazy, I watched a movie, definitely the wrong kind of movie. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Magnificent Bastard, you're going to kill me. Again, I watched Titanic. Before I called called one more time, I started crying. I called the last time. His phone went immediately to voicemail, which meant his phone is off. And because both roommates were gone for the weekend already, I cried loudly. I mean, I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. After all that, what could I do to make myself feel better? I go back to my apartment and I go to McDonald's. And then I go to the liquor store, grabbing everything and anything I could get rid of the pain with. Let me see where we're at. Okay. So I'm reading, but I'm also trying to check the time. <laughs> the reason that, like, I don't want these to be longer than 30 minutes, but, you know, it may run over. Anyways, back to the story. So, yeah, anything and everything uh, to get rid of the pain. When I got back to my apartment, I did something that I haven't done in, a, in at least a year or so. I called Nini. Hey, bestie, what's wrong? Nini, I've been talking to this guy, and we're supposed to be on a date right now, but he stood me up. I cried. Oh, don't worry about it. You'll find another guy with, with their positivity bullshit. 
Listen, I'm more, uh, uh, I've always been more of the, on the, the pessimistic side. Um, again, and like I said, this is a time period where everything is just, everything is shit. But anyways, (sighs) oh yeah, so here in the story it says, let's pause for the moment. Over the years, I have grown to hate positive people. (laughs) Again! Again, I say, this is a time period where I was just fucking angry. So, a lot of these things that I'm reading, there's still some truth to them. But there's a lot that's just like, I don't think this way at all anymore. So, anyway, here we go. Over the years, I have grown to hate positive people. I know unpopular opinion, but hear me out. It's the ones, it's not the ones that are like, look, either you're going to go, either you're going to get up, shut up and deal with it and fix it, or you're going to fail. That's just reality. No, it's the ones that do this shit here. Oh, you'll find somebody. Don't worry. The sun will come out tomorrow. Everything is puppies, sunshine and rainbows. It's now 2017 going into 2018 and the sun doesn't always come out tomorrow. How, uh... Wait, the sun doesn't always come out tomorrow. There have been some horrible things that have happened in the world. And to me personally, this year, none of it was good. Nini was a person that always would try to make uh, make my problems sound like nothing. And that's just not what a true friend does. I severed our friendship in 2016. I have not only had struggles with dating, but my struggles with friendships have, go just as deep. But now back to the story. <laughs> I probably won't. Uh, I probably won't. I never do. This is uh, this always happens to me. Oh, bestie, you're just being negative. And I'm not even joking. She had the sing songy type of voice. I'm not just making it that way. She always came up with that bullshit, too. After we talked a little more, I asked her to do something uh, we always used to do. We always three weighed Marcus. And his story will come later too. Uh, I told him. Uh, I told him what happened. That's fucked up. He said uh, he's just lame for that. We all talked for an hour talking about old times, and then I got drunk as fuck and I called uh, Jay the. F- uh, and I didn't. La, 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 sorry, I got drunk as fuck and called Jay f- the first Jay, um, which also his story will come later too. Um, like I said, he was my first boyfriend, um, in college. I barely recollect what we talked about. However, however, he did give me his new number. Then I texted Kiana with some outlandish shit trying to come at her. We straightened out the details the next morning after my humongous hangover hell. If being hungover wasn't enough, I remember a dream after uh, uh, that I had after I passing out. Baby, baby, I'm sorry I didn't come. I'm in traffic. And then a horrible honk, then a crash sound. Jay! Jay! I called him again and his phone was still off. Then a sickening feeling took over me. What if he had been in an accident? The snow was still around. He was cleaning the snow off his car when I spoke with him last. So later that afternoon, I called Nini back and I told her about my dream and what I was thinking. Well, that's a possibility, but honestly, I think he was just being an asshole. I know, and I honestly would rather 
it'd be that than what I was dreaming. You really think it was an accident? His phone has been off all this time. I don't know, but something is not right. Saturday passes and now I'm an even... Sorry, guys. Fucking suck at reading. Uh, Saturday passes and now I'm even more worried. I didn't drink this time due to the need to go to the library to do a project. Sunday, still no call, no text from Jay. I called everyone, including Michael, who I had only known from Facebook, who I texted from time to time. My cousin Desiree called me back with uh, while I was in the library. Well, Tyler, if you're if you're really that worried about him, just call his job tomorrow and see if it, if he answers. I can't do that, can I? Now let's pause on that for a second. I'm not one to do these type of things, really. And I genuinely was concerned that it went from, okay, he's just being an asshole to, like, did this motherfucker get in a car crash? And ironic how things happened for me is that he actually had someone close to him get in a car accident, which some parts of me feel like it wasn't true, but we'll get to that part in a second. I was aware then, and I, and as I am right now, that this was not a rational nor sane thing to do because I barely knew this man. However, I could not live with the fact that something bad might have happened on the way to him trying to get me on, uh, on a date. So against my better judgment, I called his job. His job gave me the runaround, of course, because it was uh, a corporate logistics type of job. However, after calling a third time, I finally got him. The relief I got when he got on the phone was a sim- was as simultaneous amazement and enragement. If that's even a word. <laughs> I was enraged as fuck. Okay. Hi, Tyler. So, Jay, what the fuck happened? Are you alright? Did you just stand me up or what happened? Here's the bullshit he fed me. <laughs> In all caps on this writing said, here's the bullshit he fed me. Now, some of it may be true, but I know that the majority of it was bullshit. So the mother of my child was in a car accident. She had our son with her for this weekend. Oh my God, are they okay? Yeah, they came back to my place to stay afterwards. So then why didn't you just tell me? I had to turn my phone off because she likes to look through my phone. Well, you had me thinking you were the one in the accident. So what does that mean for us now? I got to go because I'm at work, but I'll give you my work email so that you can stay in contact with me. I'm sorry I didn't tell that I didn't tell you. As usual, the endings, the endings to these and I'm, I'm reading I wrote this part in here. As usual, the ending to these pathetic attempts either are like an instant ripping off. An instant ripping off wax, sorry, sorry, sorry. An instant ripping off wax paper off the uh, off the punani. <laughs> oh, I'll be writing some crazy shit anyway. An instant ripping off wa- uh, wax paper off the punani, or it's a slow, torturous draining burn down to a fizzle out to die. A week goes by, and I email him back to back. He stops talking to me and all and then all his job and then I call his job again and he says, 
I'll email you on my break. Okay, I gotta go. So all this FaceTiming, all these texts, all these deep conversations, even intellectual discussions about racism and all, that was for absolutely fucking nothing. I was reduced to stalking slash annoying chick uh, he used to talk to. He didn't even make it to, we didn't even make it to a a dating status because we never actually went on a motherfucking date. So the last thing he wrote me mostly verbatim because like I said I'd be forgetting some parts and because I blocked most of it out of my memory for my own sanity he wrote me from his work email dear Tyler over the course of the few weeks I have several revelations about you that I realized (laughs) yeah okay bullshit bullshit and fluffy shit to try to make himself feel uh, and look professional and nice I know that I cannot be that for you and you should have someone sorry let me read it back I know that I cannot be that for you and you should have someone that really treats you well take care Jay I wrote him back an email essentially doing the same shit back to him he did not reply so there you have it folks that uh ending to that lovely valentine's day (laughs) and i say because normally a dream for most people like if you have a dream like that it's not gonna fucking deter you you're just gonna be like okay whatever but my dreams are very significant dreams i've had premonitions about things i've had psychic dreams so in that particular dream when i had a dream about him getting in a fucking car accident i really was like holy shit something happened you know and i like i said i never want to seem like the stalking crazy chick um but that was a situation that like i just really for my benefit I really wanted to hear his voice again just to make sure that he was okay. Even though I felt like, in general, my initial instinct was to think that he was an asshole. That just didn't, you know, that he stood me up. But it's more something for me. um, Because I've had... Well, let me put it this way. I may tell those stories too, but they're not really romantic stories. Um... I've had to deal with a lot of uh, suicidal shit. Not even just for myself, but like um, friends that were like that. And I had a situation where somebody basically told me like, I'm going to fucking do this today and there's nothing that you can do about it. So, you know, things of that nature, you know, scare me on on a completely different level. So that's why... I went ahead and did something that I normally wouldn't do and, you know, keep calling and decide to call his job over that shit. Cause I was just like, I can't let this slide. You know, it's one thing to, you know, just stand me up and be like, Oh, well, you know, I didn't want to want to fuck with you, but it's another thing to, um, Make, basically make me feel like something really truly happened and like I said I, I had a fucking dream about it so I was like something's something's not right and 
honestly, I would probably chalk it up to more like he. Okay, I'll put it this way. I'll say maybe his maybe the mother of his child really did get in an accident. That could be fair. But the part about him saying he had to turn his phone off and, you know, because she likes to look through his stuff, that also could be true. That also could be true. But I really, after me and my own bestie talked about it uh, one day, I was like, this motherfucker just really probably wanted some in-house pussy. And, and that's fine. Just say that. Why put me on the ledge for that shit? You know, you wanted some in-house pussy. It's fine. I'm I'm brand new. I don't know you that well. And we had set this up in the first place. He's the one who set the actual weekend up. I'm the one who was like, oh, so you wanted to be on Valentine's Day weekend? He was like, why not? Shit. So, you know, because when my friend Rachel and Koliba uh, were talking to me about it, they were like, oh, so you're going to do that? You're going you're gonna to set that on that weekend? And I was like, well, he's the one who wanted to do it, shit. And I was like, I want to see him. We've been doing all this talking and texting and FaceTiming and everything. Why the fuck not? So, um, (laughs) (sighs) yeah, your girl has been through some shit. And the thing about Valentine's Day, like, I've never, (laughs) if you thought, like, my romantic, like, shit has been bad enough already, Valentine's Day is, like, Friday the 13th for me. Like, when everybody thinks about being superstitious about Friday the 13th and all that shit, I'm superstitious about Valentine's Day because nothing ever goes right and there's always some bullshit. So, uh, that... (laughs) So, that is it for this, uh, fuckboy and I will call him Valentine's Day fuckboy. Uh... BM fuckboy I don't I don't know because like I said I I feel like some of the shit was probably fabricated I feel like he probably did tell the truth on some things because some of those things seem like they could actually have happened but on the other flip side I feel like it was probably all bullshit and you know why don't you just tell me that you really just would have rather had some inside pussy on fa- on Valentine's Day and that probably you and your, your baby mom uh, were wanting to do that. Just be honest. I, I think a lot of these issues could have been solved if it was just told to me straight. Not that it still wouldn't hurt my feelings. But I would have been a lot happier especially during that whole weekend because both of my roommates that were uh that I had at the time they were gone for the entire weekend so not only was I stood up I felt so alone and so uh defeated and then panicked because like I said I'm trying to reach this person and as I think something actually really bad happened so um Anyways, that is the story 
on Valentine's Day fuckboy. Like I said, y'all will probably actually hear the actual names more just because I'm going to be reading from the actual story that I wrote on Wattpad. Um, so anyways, as you know all the time, these stories just go downhill from here. And uh, y'all have a good evening. Bye-byes!